gospel the four p's of the gospel and we were uh, focusing on the scripture in the book of isaiah chapter 2 and i wanted to if you can project it from verse 1 please let's project it that's the central uh, the central scripture that we're looking at isaiah chapter 2 uh interestingly um i think pastor and i just mentioned some things that i'm still going to repeat this morning in terms of the gospel so isaiah chapter 2 we are going to read and the bible says that the word that isaiah the son of amos saw concerning judah and jerusalem he said now it shall oh it shall come to pass again <laughs> hallelujah i said hallelujah he said, now it shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on top of the mountains. And I want you to underline that in your scripture, the mountain of the Lord's house, which is you and I. We, you, whether you know it or not, the moment you are Christian, right, there is, there is a place. You occupy a place in the realm of the spirit. So the Bible says that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be where? It shall be established. It, it shall come to pass. It is definite that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established where? On top of every other mountain. There are many mountains out, outside there. Mountains that, you know, that, that are ruling the, the, the world. But the Bible says that the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be on top of it. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, you have to be on top. Oh, come on, say it with, with passion. Say, neighbor, you have to be on top. As a child of God, as a Christian, as a believer, someone that, that believes in God, your position is on top. The devil wants to put you down. I want you to, that's the, 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 the demons, uh, devil, and uh, situation, circumstances wants to run you down. He wants you to be under, but this is your position in God. The moment you are connected to God, the Bible says that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be on top. You, you will be established. You know what it means to be established? Unshakable, unmovable. Are we together? So he's talking about you and I there that will be on top of other mountains. So no mountain should be, should be strong enough to press you down. No situation, no circumstances. It will... The, the enemy will make an attempt. He will try to, to, to push you down through sickness, ailments, poverty, lack, sick marriage. He brings things our ways that are mountainous. Is anybody here this morning? I don't know about you. That's why Jesus Christ said to the disciples, he said, if you say to this mountain, come on church, you can say to this mountain. So mountains, they have ears. They hear when last did you speak to the mountain in your life? Uh, uh, are we here this morning all the way together? You can say to mountains. So you speak to mountains. You speak to poverty, lack, sickness, ailment. Anything that wants to magnify itself, anything that wants to feel big in front of you anything that wants to exalt itself that's mountain but the scripture says that for you it shall come to pass that in this last days the mountain of the house of the lord shall be where on top of every other mountain and listen to this uh, 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 and shall be exalted somebody say exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow unto it 
oh lord this picture is just he's he, doing it he many people shall come and say come let us go up to the mountain of the lord to the house of the god of jacob he will teach us his ways and we shall walk in his path for out of zion shall go forth the law and the word of the law from jerusalem he shall judge between the nations and rebuke many people they shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks nations shall not lift up sword against nation neither shall they learn war anymore can i hear amen sorry i think that's the way sorry we use that yeah open that so that the people can use it i don't know they lock the other door for whatever reason sorry about that can i hear amen a loud amen so we we, we read in that scripture and, and, and as we as we, we we read in the scripture and we agreed on certain things praise god we, we agreed on certain things what are the things that we we agreed on as as we read uh from, from 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 that scripture i want to i want to draw our attention to those things one by one amen the first thing is what i've told you our position is on top we're not supposed to be bennett are we together i said our position is where we are right on top i you need to have listen as a man thinks so easy if you are not thinking that you're going to be on top you won't be there if you accept defeat and there are many things that want to kind of you know put you under how many of us know that it's so easy for you it, the doctors will say you know what you're going to live with this condition for the rest of your life if you agree with them that's it but even if they say it and you say no this is not for me your body begins to reject it if 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 you if if, not, if for any reason your work and it seems as if your promotion is dragging, if you accept it, it's because you accept it. But if you make up your mind that you know I'm going to go to the next level, there is next level. It doesn't matter where you are right now. Your position, as far as heaven is concerned, is that not until when you get to the top, you are not there yet. Is anybody here with me? So that's the first thing we need to understand from that scripture and listen to me when it says that the mountain of the house of the lord shall be on top of every other mountain i want you to know that what god is speaking what, what he was what he was saying to us right there is this listen that the entire world we have different mountains globally different mountains that rules mountains are systems they are structures that you know are right there out there so you have the mountain of politics you have mountain of economy you have mountain of education you have mountain of religion you have mountain of entertainment media you have different mountains everywhere so when you look around you when you, our daily existence these are the mountains that governs that rules that direct our life entertainment media politics governance business these are the things that we deal with on daily basis these are the things that wants to take over our life that wants to direct you know how you live there are systems that have been put in place by man are we together and everyone recognize that say listen for if you are connected with me uh, even though all these mountains are there and there are some people that are uh, that have been assigned to control the mountains and many of them are not believers many they don't know god and they want to do things contrary to the plans and the purpose of god and when they do things uh, uh, contrary to the plans and the purpose of god sometimes it, it affects you 
it affects me they make policies i mean uh, this morning uh, while we were trying to set up uh dickness now and i was speaking was speaking about uh, a very young girl uh, that, that that was in i mean went i don't know whether you saw this on social media as well uh, she, she, they were in class they were teaching about lgbt in class right and while they were teaching they asked her what's your opinion about this and because she's a christian and she understood that you know lgbt is is against her and she expressed herself that she thinks it's wrong and because of that they said no they're going to exp- one put her to go and spend two days in- and, and the mom said no you're not going to do that number one she's she she didn't she you were the one that went to ask for our opinion <laughs> right she wasn't forcing her opinion on anyone you were asking them about their opinion and she expressed her own opinion about lgbt when does it become a crime to express yourself somebody say mountain that's what they want to push they are pushing something on that mountain and there are different things that have been pushed on different mountains if you're not very careful uh, you find out that before you know it they put you under that's why it's, it's good to come to church to learn that actually no the scripture says that the mountain of the lord's house shall be on top of every other mountain. what that little get did was to go and stand on top of that mountain there and tell them that no what you are doing is wrong <laughs> is, is anybody here with me what many of us will not will, will not be bold enough to do the, the young girl was able as, a, as i mean i, I don't I, I believe i don't know how far that case is going to go but i'm interested in it i want to see the end because th- there's no way they can win it even me i would i'm ready to support that cause till the very end it, it, because of the fact that she wasn't the one you went to ask her i mean i wish someone will ask me as well you went to ask her what's her opinion and she gave her opinion and then you now want to no 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 she knew her position the mountain of the lord's house shall be on top of every other mountain what about the entertainment mountain can you can you imagine the kind of things that goes on on that place on, on, on the place the mountain of entertainment the mountain of politics the mountain of business all kinds of things going on there but in the midst of it the bible says that the mountain of the lord's house that's the church Somebody say the church. And what if the church is talking about you and I? Is that that mountain is going to be on top? Somebody say on top. So, so I need to make up my mind. It doesn't matter what is going on out there. I need to stay on top. I need to bring my family alongside with me as well. My children. I need to let them know that you have to be on top of those things. You're not going to be. Is it, uh, you, it, it will be established on top of every other mountain. It is when we occupy a position that will become relevant you remember jesus christ when he was teaching in the book of Matthew, he said you are the light of the world and you are the salt of the earth he said when you lit, when you light or lit a candle you put it right on top so that everybody that comes in can see through it he said you are a city that is set on a hill somebody help me this morning do you know your position do you know who you are do you know are you are you clear about your your identity as a child of god 
we're still talking about the four pieces of the gospel right now with that in mind if we know if we recognize that all these things all the systems that you see out there they are different mountains that have been put structures that have been put in place by man and many of those things are because they are man's idea man's philosophy many of them are antichrist they are things that are bringing darkness into our world that's that's the reason why we have our world is in gross darkness wars and all kinds of you know uh, problem from one nation to the other hardly would you point to one nation today that is not going through one thing or the other is anybody here with me hardly and, and in the midst of that the scripture says that in the midst of the gross darkness our light can still shine that's why I keep saying it I've said it this morning again that I, 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 I'm not worried about the darkness that is out there I'm, I'm much concerned about my own light because if my light is shining then darkness has no place i, I said to the sister now i said uh, uh, christians in our generation at least even in this dispensation in this nation you have to pray more do you know the reason why because our king is defender of faith you, you didn't hear that king charles said he is the defender of what faiths not just one faith the the queen and the king used to be the defender of the faith but the new king says i am the defender of faith all faith that's why dominic's coronation i don't know whether you watch it you 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 see every all religion were bringing something to him the she came buddhist came uh all kinds the only person that we didn't see uh are satanists but at the back at the back of the corridor we saw something that looked like that, 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 that people are still trying to figure out what exactly what, what is this about is anybody here with me and we need to understand that the responsibility rests on the church when you when you when you read this the bible says that when we stand in our position many people shall go and say come uh, ye, and let us go to the mountain of the lord that's where people want to be but that's when we occupy that place we, we will become relevant in all areas and, and say to so the house of the god of jacob so if people are not coming to church if they are not kind of patronizing us if they are not embracing christianity it's not their fault is the church fault it's because we are not standing where we're supposed to stand i want you to imagine what our pastor annette said this morning because of what she's doing in the community the community is recognizing the light that is in our and he will teach us his ways and we will walk in his path so if the world is not working in the path of god it's not their fault nobody's teaching them nobody's showing them the church is comfortable with our crowd on sundays you know we're excited that oh you are here and we sing and we enjoy ourselves and then we go away but our job is outside somebody say amen hallelujah so if that is the case how was it that jesus christ and the, and the apostles and the disciples how were they able to occupy the mountains in their own days in their generation how were they able to be on top of the mountains in their days in their generation what did they do because there were not many but everybody knew that they were relevant are you relevant in your generation It was Jesus Christ and, and the 12 disciples. And of course, we have some, they, they became 72. But the Bible gives us an account that these people, they turn their world upside down. What are you turning down? What are we turning down in our own generation? 
Have we been able to turn down our family, our neighborhood, our place of work because of who we are? What impact are we making? Is anybody, what, what did they do? How did they change the world? How was it that the things they did 2,000 years ago, you and I were here now and we are still tapping into that? What was it that they did? This is what they did, right? Both Jesus and the apostles of the early church. You know what they did? They took over all these mountains by invading the mountains outside there. They didn't sit down in the church in the city. That's why, listen to this, that's why Jesus Christ said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Remember before this time, he had been to many synagogues before. How come all of a sudden he said, I'm going to build my own church? What happened to all those ones that he had been to? That means they were not his church. Isn't it? He said, now the work is about to start. I'm going to build my church and the gate of hell, the gate of Hades. What's he referring to? All these satanic mountains cannot stand it. They can't militate against it. Because before now, uh, these mountains, many of them were even represented in the church, in the synagogues. But now I'm going to build a new church. Somebody say new church. I'm going to be a New Testament church that no gate of hell, no powers of hell uh, can militate against it. And I'm sure everybody was looking at him. How are you going to do that? But what did they do? It, didn't, they didn't sit down in the synagogue any longer. They left the synagogue and they went to the streets. If you can put Acts 10, 38 for me. The Bible says that how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with Holy Spirit and with power. What did he do with that? Right? He went about. Somebody say went about. He went about doing good. Can I say it again? He went about doing good. The world is waiting for people that will do good. Acts 10, 38, please. 38, right? 38. Let, let's read it together. It says, Hallelujah. How could anointed Jesus of Nazareth with Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil? Why? For good was within. One of the things that I wanted to understand is this. Just please listen to this, right? One of the reasons why many of us we are not experiencing the power of God and the presence of God as we ought to is because we are not going. We're going nowhere. We're sitting down in church. But the presence of God was manifest. Why? Because Jesus was on the streets. He was looking for the mountains to occupy. The same thing with the apostles as well. Is anybody here with me? They were there. And I wanted to I wanted to understand this. I know that we think I'm talking about street evangelism. No. Everywhere you are is an opportunity for you to to speak for us. Because there are mountains. You live in a system of mountains. Whether you're in the bus, whether you're on the street, whether you're at home, whether you're at work, wherever you are. We are surrounded by what? Mountains. And you carry the light. You have what it takes. Listen, one thing I, I want you to understand this morning is many people are looking for what you have. And not until when you make up your mind that you're going to give it to them, they, they're not going to have it. Are we together? 
and, and you remember the last last time when i was sharing about this these four pieces i shared with you the story of maurice cerullo how many of us know maurice cerullo of blessed memory okay uh the, he shared a story in his in, in his lifetime and what was the story they went to a remote village in india right far away in india and when they got to the place the entire community none of them heard about jesus christ before so, but the surprising thing was that in that remote village they know coca-cola he said coca-cola was a new thing and he said all of a sudden where he sat and the holy spirit began to probe into his mind how come in this remotest part of the world they know coca-cola and they don't know jesus jesus has been here for thousands of years coca-cola came how many centuries and coca-cola is more popular in this part of the world than jesus he said he felt so he didn't know what to say what is it that the world does they know that the church doesn't know that makes them to be able to force some products on us right how many of us you'll be very honest this morning remember you are in the house of god how many of us you have bought some things that you didn't plan to buy before no please now they will say it's on sale they promote it they push things on us and then before you you didn't plan it wasn't part of your budget but before you know and some of those things you buy them you didn't need them in the first instance you're just saying maybe i'm gonna need it some whatever how many of us will be very honest with you with me this morning you have some new things you bought years ago you have not used them once god bless you because you are telling the truth all of you you are in the hands of god so how come the world can get us to buy things that we don't even need Whereas the church that has solutions to issues of life is as if we are trying to beg people with what's supposed to be the solutions to the issues of their life. How come the world is so, we're so quick to embrace things you know, that has no value, that will not change, as a matter of fact, makes them poorer? Yet, what's supposed to translate transform and transition and change things for them it's not on we don't know how to present it to them what is it that the world is doing and that's where the four piece comes from the world employs the concept of marketing somebody say marketing so they market things to you they market products to you you see that in front of your television and they tell you that thing again and again and again until you buy it all you're walking right on the ice streets and those red sales these are there or they tell you about oh we're about to start a sale or they, 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 they just keep pushing things on you until you buy it. when last did you push the gospel to someone Is anybody here with me? So we began to examine the four P and we said the first P out of this uh, marketing. If you, how many of us did marketing? You have an idea. The four P's of marketing. 
right? So uh, you have product. Somebody say product. That's the first P. And then you have price. And then you have promotion. And then you have place. Can I say that again? So product, you have price, you have promotion, and then you have place. They, they sit down and they look at those areas. We have a product. And then they think of where are we going to sell it? How are we going to promote it? And what's going to be the price? And they design a strategy around that. And then they began to, they start pushing those things. And before you know it, it gets to you. Oh, the world is smart, to be honest with you. Have you seen occasions whereby they ask you to have something free? Just have it free. Taste it. And I remember, I think I was in Paris. I came out of the station in Paris. Yeah, I came out of the station in Paris. And here were these people, they line up. They were distributing some things free of free. I think it was a chumba, I don't know. So I took one. I love it. And I said to my wife, I said, I'm going to go back. <laughs> I never go back again. And then I went back again. I got another one. And then I said, when we are coming back, if they are still there, we're still going to do it. Because I was already, I was developing a taste for it. And that's what they wanted to do. They wanted to get me glued to that taste. So that even now, when they ask me to pay for it, I'm not going to think I'm just going to pay for it straight away. And I've had occasions whereby I've done that free. They just say, it's free. The marketing, they're pushing some things. How many of us know that the Bible says, Jesus Christ said, even though we are in the world, but we are not of the world. But we have to be smart. We have to be wise as serpents. Isn't it? So we need to understand how does the world package things and they get it across to us. And we are struggling with packaging the gospel that we have and we can't get it across to them. Because you need to understand the language that they speak out there. Is anybody here? Or is anybody here with me? So what is it that we have? What's our product? Where is the place that we have to push those things? What's the price? How do we promote it? So the first bit that I want to look into is the product. What is our product? And our product, listen, we're looking at the four pieces of the gospel. The product of the gospel. What's the product? It's good news. Tell your neighbor it's good news. Good news. You know, uh, many of us were so happy in our, in our approach, probably including myself as well. Many of us, the, the, the thing we don't we're here to do is to take the Bible and whack it on people's head on the streets. To receive the gospel. Be, be born again. <laughs> Come on, can I get it with you? Because we are angry that they're not, they're not accepting our products. We're not ex- we, we know this product is good. We, we know we have something to offer, but they are not taking it from us. Why are they not taking it? Is there something that we are doing that we're not doing in the right way in the way they understand is there something that that is that that, that we, we, uh, uh, we are we are not putting together we are not packaging very well so we have a product what's the product the product is what good news and please i've been around for quite a while now i've never seen anyone that doesn't like good news Huh? I said, I've, I, I, nobody wants bad news. I've, I've never, every time, everywhere I've been, when good news uh, uh, is delivered, 
things will change how many of us remember the angel that came to announce the birth of Jesus Christ he said it's good news say it again how come you have good news and you don't know how to deliver it Am I speaking to somebody this morning? Am I speaking to somebody? How come we have good news and we are struggling and people are not taking it? Is there something wrong with us? Is there something that we're not doing right? And that's why I'm looking at this subject because I want you to know that church, at the end of the day, the Bible made us to understand that God is going to, every one of us that is seated here this morning, at the end of the day, God is going to judge us by our works. I mean, I've demonstrated this before again and again. Everybody, you carry your works in your hand and you appear before the throne of grace and your work will be tested by fire. What would you tell God you did on this side of eternity for him? How can you have good news and keep good news to yourself when somebody is looking for that good news out there? Are we together? So how do we package this good news? That's what I want to, I'm, I'm going to say a few things and then I'll take my seat because it's a series. I just want to open your mind. Please, I want you to know that don't, if, the reason why people are not taking what you're offering is because you are giving them religion. We keep trying to give them religion about, oh, you know, you're going to go to hell. You're going to, listen, they don't care about our sins. Do you know that people don't care about you telling them they want to go to hell any longer? Some of them don't even believe that it exists. It doesn't take the fact that it exists, but how do we ensure that we actually deliver what you have in such a way that people will take it from you? Listen to Jesus Christ. I want us to go to, let's go to Matthew chapter 4. Uh, actually, let's start from Luke 4 first, then we'll go to Matthew as well. Listen to Jesus Christ when he came when he was going to you know start his ministry in, in in luke 4 verse 16 the bible said that so he came to nazareth where he had been brought up and as his custom was he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day right and stood up to read and he was under the book of the prophet listen he was under the book of the prophet isaiah and when he had opened the book he found the place where it is written what is it that is written the spirit of the lord is upon me how many of, how many of us have the spirit of god upon them this morning the spirit of the lord is upon me and said because he has anointed me i want you to know that because this is the reason why i am anointed the spirit of the lord is upon me and because he has anointed me so i have the anointing of god i have the seal of god i have the power of god for a reason because he has anointed me to to, to do what to preach the gospel to the poor so the poor needs the gospel how many of us know that there are some poor people in your neighborhood Oh, you, you didn't hear that. But not only that, he, he has sent me to do what? To heal the brokenhearted. How do you do that? How many of us know that on daily basis there are people that are brokenhearted that work first? Some as a result of their marriage, some as a result of their health, their finance, some as a result of their children, some as a result of their husband. Many things break the heart of people. People around you. Yes, they are well suited yes they are well dressed yes they have some nice makeup and nice everything but right inside hi yeah 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 
that, that, that tells you the real issue. The heart. So the gospel is meant for the heart. Things going on inside that cannot even be expressed sometimes. And there is no school of life. The brokenhearted and to do what? To preach deliverance to captives. Every day we walk by people that are that are they are walking, but they are in bondage. Anybody hear me? Some are banned by alcohol, some are banned by drugs, some are banned by different things, things that have just taken over their life and they need deliverance. Who is going to help them out of that situation? It's the gospel. Somebody say good news. So there's good news for the poor. There's good news for the brokenhearted. There's good news for those that are taking captive. Not only that, and recovering of sight of the blind. Not, not just people that are physically blind. There are some people that are spiritually blind. Is anyone here with me? They are what? They are blind spiritually. They are seeing nothing. How many of us know that the Bible says that there are certain things that you see with physical eyes. They are temporal. The things you don't see, they are the most dangerous things because the spirit controls the physical. To set at liberty them that are bruised. Oh, ow, 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 ow. In fact, that place was supposed to say, ouch. Because there are many people here that have been bruised one time or the other, including myself. Ask your neighbor, have you been bruised before? No, come on, ask them, have you been bruised before? Yeah. I don't know about you, but I've been, I've, I've been bruised before. Many things can bruise you. Issues of life can bruise you. Ah, yeah. Lord, help me here. Life. Life knows how to bruise you, man. And the only remedy to that, gospel. Because, yeah, because that's where good news comes from. The ability to turn things around for you. Of course, men will do as much as they can. But the real thing that heaven has designed to help you out of such predicament is the gospel, the good news. Why are we holding it back from people on the streets? This is why when Jesus Christ came, are we still together in the house? Are we still together in the house? This is why when Jesus Christ came, when he was going to start his ministry, if you go with me to the book of Matthew chapter 4, that's why he began to, he began to cry at the top of his voice, repent because the kingdom of heaven is returned. There's a new kingdom. Matthew chapter 4. Let's go there quickly. Hallelujah. I said Hallelujah. So in Matthew chapter 4, from verse 12, if you give me verse 12, amen. Verse 12, he said, Now when Jesus had heard that John was cast into prison, he departed into Galilee, right? Because John was before him, he departed into Galilee. And the reason why John has been taken is because the ministry of Jesus Christ has to start anyway. And leaving Nazareth, he came and dwelt in Capernaum, which is upon the sea, caused in the borders of Zebulun and Naphtali, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, right? The land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, by the way of the sea beyond Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people which sat where? In darkness. Darkness of poverty, lack, 
you know, health issues, marital issues, in darkness, what happened to them? They've seen the light, great light. And to them which sat in the region and shadow of death, light is sprung out. And how? From that time, what was it that Jesus Christ began to preach? He said, repent for the kingdom of heaven is here. There is a new kingdom. Somebody say new kingdom. Tell your neighbor, say new kingdom. Now, kingdom is a system. Why is he bringing new kingdom? Because before now, they were under uh, uh, an old kingdom, and that kingdom was an oppressive one. The Roman Empire, remember? Even though it was in their own town, in their own in, in their own nation, but they were governed and ruled by people outside. Oh, help me, Jesus. They have no right? Huh? In their own nation, the Roman Empire was there, yeah, this Roman government. So the government that was that was ruling over them. What, what was what, what, uh, there? Are people from different nations, they were colonized, put it that way. So now he came and said, Listen, the end of this colony of this colonization has, has come right now. There is a new system. Somebody say, New system. So he began to tell you, Repent, turn. We have to change your mind. And if you go further in that, in that scripture, you'll see he began to kind of reprogram their mind to say, no, uh, what, what they said you are, that's not what you are. You are, the, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. You are a city that is set on a hill that can no longer be healed. And then he began to talk to them. You have heard about this before, but this is what I'm saying to you right now. What was he doing? Changing their mindset. Telling them you are not supposed to be here. Right under. You're supposed to be on top. Tell your neighbor, say, I'm going to the top. Don't say it again, say, I'm going to the top. Because that's where you belong. Because the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be established on top of every other mountain. So you have to have the top mentality. If you find someone that is trying to reason you down, trying to console you to stay down, walk away from them. You are supposed to be on top. Are we together? I said, are we together? So, so the question then is, for, for, for us to, to, to understand, how do we package this? Because it's good news. Then we need to look at the futures and the benefits of the gospel, the good news, so that I know how to present it. The problem with us is, in the church, we have been trying to present the good news in a religious way. All we are telling them is about how they're going to go to hell. You die. You have to receive Jesus. You are not telling them, you are not telling them the reason nothing about this this you're not giving them any you know in the world oh god time is gone because i need to i need to stop i'm going somewhere okay let me say this and then we pick it up from next week in the world when they want to sell products they will tell you about the futures they will tell you that this mic this is what it does that and then this is what these are the futures and then they would sell you the benefits and when you hear the benefit, there are occasions where I will tell my wife, you don't need this. And I'm sorry, using you as an example. Don't forgive me. Now, you don't need it. But because they've, they've, because they've said, look at this thing, they will do this. But, uh, we don't need it. You know, the saddest thing is some of those things have become tongues in the house now. I'm telling you, because we don't need it. <laughs> There's one that I will never forget. I think we went to Spain and while we were going then we, we in the market and then there was one guy. He took some 
like like an instrument. He was using it to do potato. You know, the thing would just come up in different sizes and so my wife stood there and I stood with that. Well, look, the guy was just doing, you know, the very nice instrument, different sizes, whatever potato. And she said, ah, we, we can buy this thing that we, you know, we doing potato. And we had to, I said, fine, 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 fine. It's years ago. I've never, I've, I've never seen any squid of potato. I'm not even sure if, if the thing is still in our house now. But we bought it. We bought two. We bought two. Just, I think we bought two. She felt if she's using one, I'll be using the other one. Is that what here with me? The insurance we saw there, it was so real. And then the thing will call, and then you say, and then you just put it inside. I said, We don't need this. He said, But he said, So that we can be having potato. And I said, Okay, fine. So we put two, two, two units. We didn't plan for it. Praise <laughs> God. And I was asking, Why do we need two? <laughs> two different ones. So maybe when she's using one, I'll use the other one. Anybody here with me? If the work get us to that level whereby when they show us the futures and the benefits, we have no choice. But we pay for it. Why I did not rush in the gospel that has greater value? Church, we have something. We have a good product. I'm going to pick it up from here next week. We just need to know how to package it so that we train ourselves so that it can begin to buy this thing from her. How did Jesus did you see what the Bible says that he went he went about doing good. Nobody will reject good. That's why they followed him. We can't be pushing religion and we think the world is gonna follow us. Let's bow down our heads in prayer.